Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 10, 9, 8, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is May 4th. May the 4th be with you, everybody. It is Star Wars Day. And if you are a Star Wars fan, you know this day is very important. We're going to be talking about it a little bit next hour in what's trending, but uh, the 40th anniversary of the release of Return of the Jedi, 40 years old. That is that is mind blowing to me. I don't know how that happened, but um, just such a great franchise, big fan, and so may the fourth be with you, everybody. May the fourth be with you as well. And they just released Return of the Jedi in honor of the 40th anniversary in theaters last weekend, and it was only in about 500 theaters. And it still pulled in like five, six million dollars. Yeah, it's still people love that movie. And that's the best one out of uh, all the Star Wars movies, in my personal opinion. How would you rank the first three? The original, the Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. How would you rank them? Uh, Return of the Jedi, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, wow. Okay. That's what I go with. You? I would go Empire, Return, and then Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you can't go wrong either way. They're yeah, all excellent classics. movies. So thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for the check-ins this morning. Finally made it to Thursday, almost to the weekend. How you doing? Not too bad. Um, it was a busy day yesterday, but here's uh, I went to the gym last night, and two things stood out at the gym last night. One, we were talking recently a lot about people filming in the gym. There was a dude last night that straight up had a tripod set up last night. He was downstairs in the main area at LVAC, and he just had a tripod, and he was filming himself working out. So I thought that was interesting. And then when I, I went up to the track to, to run, and I've seen a couple of people at the gym with service dogs, and they're bigger service dogs, they had the vest on and everything, That's you do what you got to do. But last night, there was a guy on the track just straight up walking his chihuahua. I've got a chihuahua, Zoe's about five pounds, and this guy's chihuahua looked to be about the same size as Zoe, about five, six pounds. And he was just walking the dog on the track. It was the most interesting, strangest thing at the same time. And, and maybe it's a service dog, and so be it, but it was just... The, the way he was walking the dog, I started to get concerned for the dog because people are running on the track, walking, and the multiple people and moving around. I got concerned because I don't think everyone saw the dude had a chihuahua when he was walking it last night. Hmm. I wonder why he was doing that on the track. I didn't know you could bring your dogs on the track. Yeah, neither did I. So I don't know if he was just doing it to do it or if it was a service dog or if anybody. I didn't say anything to anybody, but if, if someone said anything or he just figured I'm just going to bring my dog and go for a walk on the track. And it was just so odd last night seeing at the gym. The things you see in Vegas. Seriously. It's just uh, mind blowing. Man, well, that's crazy. Hey, you know, maybe he didn't want to be outside walking last yeah. night. So he came down to the gym last night to get his, get his laps in last night. I was going to say maybe it was too warm, but it was perfect last night, at least when we went out. 
although this morning that's a different thing i actually turned on my my heat uh heaters on my seat because i was so cold this morning as i was coming in and i'm not wearing a jacket or anything just a long sleeve shirt and jeans but i'm sitting in there and maybe it was because i was drinking uh a cold protein shake on the way in and that might have made me a little chilly but i started shivering i was like why am i so cold so i turned on the heat the butt's warmer and uh that helped warm me up a little bit and then i come in here and they must have fixed the ac because it's cold in here now i'm freezing i can't see it yeah they were supposed to be here the ac guys either wednesday or today so maybe they did fix it and you're not expecting to do seat warmers in in May here in Las Vegas. Oh, no, but I always turn them on. As a matter of fact, on the walk last night, I made a joke just to get my husband annoyed um, because I was cold on the walk. It was nice, but it was chilly, and there was a little breeze, and I go, I'm going to turn the fireplace when we get home. (laughs) And he's like, what? You're not going to turn on the fireplace? I'm like, I'm always running cold. I I need to stay warm. Well, today's going to be high as 64. So, yeah, today it's going to be, I mean, for, for Vegas in May, 64 is a cold day here in Las Vegas. Absolutely. So, I'm prepared. It will warm up up this weekend so you have that to look forward to and uh we're excited we've got a lot going on we've got more tickets for you to see the jonas brothers we have more kelly clarkson tickets this morning and your chance to win an apple home pod mini coming up in just about 40 minutes from right now so stick around right now though let's start the show with the pre-show you pick up you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear now that we found love by heavy d and the boys to hear my favorite mistake by Cheryl Crow. Or do you want to hear my sacrifice by Creed? Give us your vote. We need it right now. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Jamie Foxx breaks his silence after being in the hospital for three weeks. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Now that we found love by Heavy D and the Boys is a pre-show you pick them. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Jamie Foxx is still in the hospital more than three weeks after suffering what still has only been described as a medical complication. On Wednesday, either Jamie or someone on his team posted a message on Instagram saying, quote, appreciate all the love, feeling blessed. But still, friends of the family are telling the media that he still needs all the prayers and well wishes that his fans can give. So Jamie and his daughter, Corinne, they're not going to do season six of Beat Shazam because of the, the, the medical incident. Nick Cannon is going to take over as host. And then Kelly Osborne is going to replace Corinne as the show's DJ. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Nick Cannon has, like, every job <laughs> available. That's just hilarious. Not hilarious is Jamie Foxx. I hope he gets better. That's really scary. Yeah. And, and we, we, 
I guess we'll assume that it's Jamie Foxx putting that message out, but it could have been someone on his team that got his Instagram uh, account to send that message out. But still, yeah, it's just scary. Three weeks in the hospital. So Ed Sheeran, this is sad. So Ed Sheeran was unable to attend his grandmother's funeral due to due to the copyright trial that he's involved in. And his father said at the memorial service in Ireland that Ed was so upset about it. He added that I know that Ed is comforted by the fact that he was able to spend some precious time alone with his grandmother just a month ago. But Ed Sheeran has his new album coming out on Friday. He starts his tour on Saturday. He was still in court on Wednesday for this trial, so he, he couldn't go back for his grandmother's funeral. That's just, that's not cool. They should have postponed it for that day. That's ridiculous. Yeah, one would think if you're on trial and there's a death in the family, that's something to say, okay, let's put this thing on pause and circle back in a week or a couple days for you to go take care of family. Yeah, for sure. Steph, you were at a, a listening party for his new album. How was it yesterday? Oh, it was so cool. The record label reached out to our boss, and then our boss asked me if I wanted to just listen and grab some content for social media, and I was only listening to the first half of the album I had to go, but I love his voice. He, there, he has a classic voice. His sound is awesome. I'm really, really excited to hear the rest of the album when it comes out this Friday. So it gets the Steph stamp of approval. Yes. It's out on Friday. For sure. At least the first half that I heard. Okay. <laughs> Second half, we'll see when it comes yeah. out on Friday. All right, Mercedes, mass Singer. It was the UFO that was unmasked last night on the show. If you don't want to know who it is, turn down for a second. But I give you the singing. You try to guess who it is just based on their singing voice. Here it is. The UFO. Good. I gosh, I have no idea. Is is it a real singer? No, I don't think she is. Um, and that she's not an actress, and she's not known as for her singing. Maybe she can sing, but she's not known for her singing. I don't. I don't if you get this, just based on that, it's you're, you're amazing. If you do, uh, not a singer. Oh gosh, I, I I I'm blank on this one. I have no clue. Olivia Colpo, former oh, Miss USA. Yeah, she's uh, married to uh, McCaffrey. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Or not married, or are they dating? Olivia Colpo. Hold on one second, because I follow her on Instagram. Oh, you do? Yeah. Um, yeah, she's, uh, they're engaged. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who she is. I just didn't know she would be on The Masked Singer. <laughs> yeah, she, was on, uh, she was the UFO last night on The Masked Singer. And the last one here, Jimmy Fallon is going to help his staff get through the writer's strike. Some of his writers were coming out and saying he, they, that he wasn't there for the writers when the strike started. So employees at The Tonight Show and Seth Meyers' Late Show will be paid for the next two weeks by NBC. And then Jimmy and Seth will personally pay their teams for a third week. And then the staff, well, they're also guaranteed health insurance through September. Well, we'll see how long this writer, writer strike goes and what happens after three weeks because the last one was in 2007 and that went for 100 days. By the way, the Kelly Clarkson show, that went dark on Wednesday. She's stepping back while this writer's strike is taking place. Oh, man. This is a, this is a big deal. Your, some of your favorite shows will be affected by this if it keeps going on any longer. I hope they get this fixed fast. Seriously, get those get the writers what they want. It's all it's all over getting paid for the, the streaming services, which they're due their money. If they're writing stuff that's going to the streaming services, they're not getting compensated for it. They need to be compensated for the work. We'll have more dirt coming up at the 7 o'clock hour, right around 7.15. To another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1832. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning, and welcome to the show. It is Thursday, May 4th, Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. It's a big day for all you Star Wars fans. It's a big week. I mean, the 1st of May, 
Then you have Star Wars Day today, Cinco de Mayo tomorrow. It's a busy one if you like to have reasons to party. And so we hope you don't wear yourselves out today because there's always tomorrow. That means. And, and the fact that Cinco de Mayo is going to be on a Friday, I have a feeling it's going to get a little crazy tomorrow. Yeah, you can let loose if you don't want work on Saturday morning, have some fun tomorrow night. But yeah, then start start the celebration early with uh, May the 4th. Um, uh, yesterday, it was so funny because uh, I was at, there was a Big Brother casting call yesterday. They were interviewing people, uh, finding people who wanted to be on the next season of Big Brother. And that is my favorite reality show. I love... What is this? This is supposed to be the theme of Big Brother, according to Steph. I this, got what was in the system. This is like from the first season. It's <laughs> we so go, old. We go old school. Old school. Oh we yes. go back to 2001. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, so they were they were people showing up. We were out at uh, Centennial Subaru and, you know, interviewing people. Just You were interviewing cast members? Like potential cast members? Yeah, yeah. No and, way. Yeah. How did that right. happen? Uh what do you mean? I was just out there interviewing them. What do you mean? How did it happen? You just showed up like, hi, I'm Mercedes. I want to interview people. Like, did you, were you, how did you get the position to go interview people to potentially be on Big Brother? The position? I, well, I was assigned the position from the TV station to go out there. That is, you let the part out. Uh, you just said I was at uh, the Super uh, interviewing people. I'm like, what, what were you doing out there? I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I was working. I was actually working. And so, yeah, I went out there. I was interviewing people. I was sitting in on the casting interviews and, you know, watching what people said and, and how they answered questions. And it was fascinating. There's some amazing people out there that uh, have some incredible stories, both like in inspiring and extremely sad and you know i'm trying to stay there with a straight face and not give any indication but it was like impossible for me there was some, some really sad stories and i was just like oh my gosh and i could feel myself tearing up but just some really fun people out there so if i met you out there it was that was great and i hope that they pick multiple people from this casting people were flying in from other parts of the country to be a part of it. It was really, really cool. So we're doing that and I'm driving home and I'm, I'm thinking like, I love this show. I wonder if I could withstand, you know, the, just the pressure that goes into being on a show like this and the backstabbing and the the lying and the, you know, is this my friend or is this my enemy kind of thing? And I determined I could not, I could not be on that show. I would get my feelings hurt too much, but there is one reality show I know I could do, and I think I would be so good at it. I'm not saying I would win, but I know I could do it, and it's it's got to be the amazing race. If I, if you could go on any reality TV uh, show, like a game show, which one would you go on? For me, amazing race and a heartbeat. Matt would be my partner. I think between the two of us, we would kill it we would do so well you'd be solving the clues and everything on amazing race to lead you to the next town and everything that goes into it we were talking in the dirt last hour about beat shazam jamie fox is usually the host he can't do it because of his health i think he would crush it on beat shazam the actual game show i think i would do well but in theory but honestly i think once i got in front of a big group of people the pressure would get to me i think that i would just completely clam up just uh, and and not remember anything the lights uh, the cameras and everything else I, I i have a feeling but i don't know I, if i had the opportunity like so many people have told me to try out for it yeah i want to say even maybe put in a 
did I sign an online thing? No, I thought about it, but I never did it. Um, but what would it be for you if you could go on anyone? It's tough. I'm thinking about it. I think Steph would be great at Dancing with the Stars. So I was thinking about that, Dancing with the Stars. I, but I don't, I'm, I'm not a good dancer. Big Brother, the same thing. There's so much. The the lying, the cheating, the backstabbing. It's it's. I mean, that'd be hard to do. Cameras on you 24-7. That would freak me out. So my mind goes towards Survivor. Would it last a long time? Probably not. But that's the one I, w- I would want to give it a go. Give it if I'm the first one voted off. So be it. But for as far as having the best odds, I think it would be Survivor for me. Yeah, would that would be to me just like Big Brother out in the wilderness. <laughs> Same yeah, thing. I added elements. I'd worried about my feelings getting hurt and all that. But um, it, it was really cool. I'm so excited. There were a couple people in my mind that I'm like, oh, this person has got to make it. They are so great. They are made for this show. So I'm hoping that we see them on there very. Soon. Well, that, yeah, it's a good point because you've been watching that show since season one. Every single every single season that comes out, so you kind of know what the casting directors are looking for and what would be a good fit. So we'll see what happens. That's cool stuff. I want to be a casting director. I decided <laughs> it's so much. It's just so cool to hear people's stories. Were they is it like a, a American Idol, Idol style judges, or they came in and sat in a room and talked to the casting people one on one directly? Yeah, they just stood on in front of a camera. They asked them questions and you know, tell us about yourself. What do you do for a living? Uh, what what obstacles have you had to overcome in life? And it's just like, wow, this is so interesting. That's neat stuff. So today on the show, we got your tickets to go see the Jonas Brothers. These are winning before you can buy them tickets. They'll be here in September. They go on sale May 12th. We have yours in the 8 o'clock hour, right around 825. And up next, we do have What's Trending. What do you have for us? The Golden Knights. They kick off round two with a big win last night. Also, um, we have your new Rock Hall inductees. It was announced yesterday. And like I said, today is Star Wars Day. Some of the deals you can get on May the 4th. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's Trending is on Mix 94.1. How about them Golden Knights? Oh, what a night last night was. The Vegas Golden Knights won game one in the second round playoffs against the Edmonton Oilers. Six to four. Now... The Oilers did not make it easy for them. Leon Dreisaitl scored four goals. Vegas received two goals from Ivan Barbashev, along with goals from Chandler Stevenson, Michael Amadio, Mark Stone, and then an empty netter from deep in the Golden um, Night Zone by Jack Eichel. Now, game two is happening Saturday afternoon at the Fortress. That was an action-packed game last night. It was well, intense. I was having anxiety watching <laughs> it. And when, when Eichel made that empty netter, I was like, okay, we're good. We're good. Because before that, and then that that penalty that they had where they had six guys on the ice I was like oh that was a costly mistake thank goodness for it but it was a costly mistake for them do you feel like when you watch it the announcers it was not our guys calling the game that the announcers favor the the Golden Knights opponent they I think yes I absolutely heard that last night I was almost going to tweet about it but I didn't want to just say and eh, they don't like us blah 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 so I just decided not to but whenever Edmonton did something great they were just crazy mm-hmm. score yes, yes and then when we scored it was like and the Golden Knights score and uh you know it's just like they're they're so hated. This team is so hated across the league. It's even the commentators are biased. I was picking just a whole different. Even a save, save. 
save. I'm like, whoa, okay. And then the Golden Knights do something. like, oh, nice save. It's like, yeah. whoa, there's, there's a different level of energy when they call the games. I know. And I was just waiting last night for all the tweets about, oh, the Vegas Golden refs because of that last mm. call. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, there it is. It's right there on the, your screen. One, two, three, four, five, six. You can't. You can't say they just made that one up, and that was their own fault. <laughs> Count them up. They're right there on the screen yeah, in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Also trending this morning is Rock Hall 2023. The 2023 uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees were announced yesterday. So many uh, great names that are going to be inducted. Kate Bush got inducted. <laughs> Deserved. Also, Cheryl Crow is on that list. Missy Elliott made it into the Rock Hall. As did George Michael. So many others. You have Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, Chaka Khan, and Bernie Taupin are among the inductees. And Cleveland will not be hosting this year's induction ceremony. This year, the event will be held in Brooklyn, New York on November 3rd at the Barclays Center. And finally, this morning, May the 4th is trending. It is Star Wars Day, and it's a special May the 4th, as it is the 40th anniversary of the release of Return of the Jedi. Now, as always, you can score some pretty great deals today. At Pizza Hut, their Book It program is partnering with author Tom Engelberger to promote the series Origami Yoda. So in honor of that partnership, you can get 35% off of all menu price pizzas on May the 4th with the code Origami Yoda. At Build-A-Bear, you can get discounts up to 50% when you select a Star Wars-themed bear. And uh, Jersey Mike's, they're going to take a dollar off of any sub that you order. So some deals to be had. May the 4th be with you. And that is what's trending. We want caller 20. Give us a call right now. 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play Heads Up, which a lot it's a lot of fun just playing Heads Up. But we get a really cool prize for you as we well. We have your Apple HomePod Mini. You can listen to Mix 94.1 at home in whatever room you choose. You can ask questions. You can get weather. You can get news. And yours up for grabs right now. Just be caller 20. You get to pick your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will get this Apple HomePod Mini. Caller 20, you are playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's get our contestant Sharon. You are caller 20. You're playing Heads Up. Yay, I'm so excited. Uh, we're excited, too. We want to get you this Apple HomePod mini. Pick a category. There's two left. Do you want to go with Mix 94.1 or Music Note? Oh, um, I will go with Mix 94.1. Okay. Public Radio Day was on Wednesday, and these are all things that are associated with radio. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, I will take you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Sharon, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You get that Apple HomePod Mini. Ooh. Ladies, you start now. You might listen to a station because of the type of this that they play. Music. Yes. Um, you, if you win this, you're going to get a... Pride. Yes. Um, you listen to it, and the, the sound comes out of these. Speaker. Yes. This is... You might win tickets to a... 
concert. Yes. Um, the, what we do, we are the what? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> David Guetta is one of these. Um, uh, you know what? Let's pass. Um, this is what how I hear you right now. I'm wearing these on my ears. Headset. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, not AM, but. Yeah! yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. Nice job, Sharon. Congratulations. Thank you. Sharon, you just got yourself that Apple HomePod Mini. The one that she got hung up on, Mercedes. A DJ. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't really consider us DJs. I consider, you know, like the, the David Geddes, the actual DJs. We're more like the uh, the people that talk. Yeah, we're more <laughs> the talkers. Now, we'll do heads up again tomorrow morning, 6 o'clock hour. We've got that Apple HomePod Mini. But check this out. 8 o'clock hour, 825. We're doing heads up again. And when you win heads up in the 8 o'clock hour, you're getting tickets to go see the Jonas Brothers. There, uh, there was a really cool listening party last night over at Zia Records. I didn't even know about this stuff. So tell us what happened. Yeah, so uh, the record label reached out to our boss for Ed Sheeran's new album coming out this Friday, Subtract. And they said, hey, we're doing some uh, listening parties at Zia Records. There's two locations here, one off Rainbow and one off Eastern. They asked if I wanted to go, grab some content, do some social media. So I head down to the one on Eastern yesterday, and I went into Zia Records for the first time ever. And wow, I felt like I was walking through like a time portal. It was so cool. I uh, haven't been in a record store in forever. And the listening party was great. I didn't get to listen to the whole album of Ed Sheeran, but what I listened to was awesome. Um, but what really got me was going to Zia Records and just seeing everything that they had. I could have been in that store for hours. Do they have like, I know they have records, obviously it's in the name, but do they have like CDs and things like that too? Tons of CDs. They had vinyl players for sale. They had uh, DVDs. They had books. They had all these vintage items. They had a little Korean pop section. I thought of you, Mercedes. <laughs> I saw some BTS stuff, some Blackpink stuff. So they have some stuff that uh, that is current, and then they have a lot of tons of flashbacky things. Do you guys? Oh, go ahead. Oh, so yeah, they have cassettes too. There was a stretch where I was going to Zia Records, like in 2021. I was going at least once a week to Zia Records. It's they have old school toys as well, like used toys, but then reproduction of old school toys as well. Walking into Zia Records, it's a time warp. It is so many. You can spend hours in there, and it's it's always crowded. There's always people inside Zia Records. And they had like really cool graphic band shirts that for for sale. Like I mean, authentic ones that they sold originally in, back in the day. I think I saw a Beatles uh, vinyl selling for like two hundred dollars, and it was one of the like a fortieth anniversary of one of the albums. But I mean, it is so cool. I saw a lot of um, what was it like little Funko Pops mm-hmm. that I got you guys for for Christmas. I got I saw some of those, and I was like. Oh, these are great, great gifts that I could uh, go back there for sure. Uh, the, the thing, I didn't uh, really buy records, but I did buy tapes and CDs. And I remember my favorite thing. Uh, well, it was like actually my least favorite thing, but it's one of my favorite memories because it was such a pain. Were on the CDs when you would buy them, because I would always buy mine at Target. Uh, they came with that plastic thing on it, that gigantic plastic thing so you can steal it. And then when you took it up to buy it, the the checker at Target had like this key thing that you stuck in it and then it would come off and you can take the CD home. Do you guys remember those plastic things? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yes, the theft present uh, theft pre- uh, prevention devices on those things. Yeah, it was uh yeah, it was really like annoying, but now I look back and I used to 
I just laugh because I used to hate those things. And then also, too, with the with the CDs, sometimes I'd have a hard time getting the actual tape off. Like, they would tape the t- CD shut and have, like, the band's name on it. Just like, Sugar Ray would be the name of the CD. And then you have to peel that tape off. And it was like, it seemed like it was extra thick at times. Or to get a knife or scissors out to slice that tape just so you could pop open the CD. Do you remember the first CD you guys bought ever? Oh, the first CD? Yeah. Yes. It was through the Columbia House where you can send a penny in and you would get 10 CDs and then you would get a CD a month after that. And I just kind of remember some of the CDs in my first order. It included U2's Octone Baby. Um, what else was in there? Darn it. Um, oh, my gosh. I got like eight CDs. Why do I remember U2? I think I got like Journey's Greatest Hits was one of, one of them that was in there. But I do remember I put down for Pearl Jam. 10, that wasn't theirs. They gave me a substitute, and they sent me Toad the Wet Sprocket instead of Pearl Jam. Um, The first one I bought was Shania Twain, and it was the, I think it was the album Come On Over. It was the one that had the song Still the One. I love that song. I never really listened to country music, but... I loved Shania Twain, and I remember going to Target and buying that CD. That was the one that I was so excited about. And then the one I bought the most, I bought like four copies of Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt because I kept breaking or wearing Uh out the previous one. So I would always end up like every few months going to buy Tragic Kingdom because I (laughs) loved that CD. Yes, this was a song. Oh, I'm singing it all over the place. Stop it. (laughs) We get it. You're still the one. What were you playing it on? Because it was Christmas in the early 90s when I got my first CD player. It was like a boombox with a cassette player and then the CD player on top. What were you playing your CDs on? Yeah, the same, but um, if we were going anywhere, my dad had, he, he got one of those stereos where you, it was a CD player, but you could take the front of it off. Mm-hmm. And I remember sometimes if I knew my he was taking my brother somewhere, I would take the front of it off and hide it so they couldn't listen to anything. <laughs> Savage I, I was evil. I don't know why I did that, but it just, I thought it was so funny. He'd run in like, where's the stereo? Thing. You know, like, oh, here it is. <laughs> Those were theft prevention as well back in the late 80s and through the 90s as well. You could actually, at some of the radios, you could pull them completely out. So you would take your radio out and have a little handle. So if you're going into a restaurant or a bar or something and you don't want to steal your radio, you would pull the radio out and walk inside with your radio in your hand. And then they advance to those plates that could pop off because no one's going to steal just the base of the radio because it's useless without that plate on top of it. Yeah, it, I remember those uh, radios that you would carry. They look like you're carrying a, a mini briefcase. <laughs> it was like the teeniest, tiniest briefcase you've ever seen. So funny. Uh, Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you have for us? Alright, if you're going out to eat, why you should always ask for a physical menu. I know a lot of restaurants are using QR codes. Don't use them. We'll tell you why coming up. Also, what are the top brands that remind us of our childhood that is on the way and a woman she ran herself over and then the cops gave her a ticket we're going to tell you why coming up next in the hot three your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too but when you finally decide to take care of you there's instacart just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings camera on while she's sneezing coughing and aching doesn't mean you have to do the same take it from us trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind instead get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through instacart in as fast as 30 minutes if anyone needs anything they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Scammers are taking advantage of QR codes at restaurants, retail shops, and on the back of parking meters to steal people's smartphone data by sticking a fake QR code on top of the real one instead of taking you to an online menu or check out the links, instantly download malware onto your device, stealing your location and personal information. So the FBI has urged consumers to look out for typos, misplaced letters and URLs that are accessed through QR codes and ask restaurants for a physical menu when you go. QR, which stands for quick response codes, are machine-readable codes that that are made up of black and white squares that store URLs, payment options, other online services that are accessed by a smartphone camera. They've been around since 1994, but made a huge comeback during the COVID pandemic to cater to the contactless society. The FBI first sounded the alarm on QR scams back in January of 2022, but more reports are flowing in of people being duped by fake barcodes. Wouldn't even have thought of that until you did this story. Scammers are so creative with I stuff. I know. They really find a way to try to get you to release your information and mostly unknowingly. So just mm-hmm. be careful about that. I do not like the QR code menus at restaurants. I'm glad that this is out there. I'm just going to straight up start asking for menus uh, because I always thought that was kind of rude. They'd be like, well, right there is the QR code for our menu. And I'd be like, Ugh. Okay, because what would happen is I scan it and then I'm like scrolling through it and then I change my mind and I go and I have to rescan it because it's not left on my phone because I close out all my windows and I'm just like, this is a pain. I'd rather just look at the menu. <laughs> just hold the physical menu. Yes. And then your phone is in your hand. You're probably done scanning the QR code and you're picking out, okay, I'll take the cheeseburger. I'm like, well, my phone's here. What's on Instagram? And next thing you know, you're scrolling through your, through your phone instead of talking with your family. Yeah, it's a mess. So now I'm going to be like, I don't want to get scammed. I need a menu. Thank you very much. Also this morning, um, so this is kind of cute. Um, Hastings, Nebraska, they just installed a six-foot statue of the Kool-Aid man. Now, many of you may not know who that is, but this guy from Hastings named Edwin Perkins came up with 
Kool-Aid back in 1927 after he was messing around in his mom's kitchen. And if you happen to be swinging through southeast Nebraska anytime soon, this Kool-Aid man, which was the the mascot for the drink, which looks like a, a big picture of red Kool-Aid, and he would break through walls and, and make sure that you got your Kool-Aid. Well, um, this is now outside the Hastings Museum of Natural and Cultural History. It's kind of cute, too. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the photo of it. It's, it's just this big Kool-Aid man waving hello. And that got a lot of people to talking about the brands that remind us of our childhood. And Kool-Aid did make the list. It was number seven out of the top ten brands that remind us of our childhood. Is there a brand that re- reminds you of your childhood? Like uh, hot, anytime I see Hot Wheels or Matchbox, the, the the car brands, that takes me back to my childhood. Hot instantly. Wheels was number four oh, on this okay. list. For me, it was Barbie. I just that was my life, Barbies, and that's not even in the top ten. It's not even in the. I don't think it's in the top twenty-five. I'm really shocked because that was. That was the brand when you were a kid. Yeah, how could Barbie not be in the top ten, top five? That was the go-to. Same with my sister. That was the go-to toy. It was Barbie's all over her house. It still is in my top five brands. Um, it's number twenty-eight, which is just odd to me. Um, number five is Monopoly. Uh, brands that remind you of your childhood. Hot Wheels, number four. Play-Doh is number three. Lego is number two. And the number one brand that reminds us of our childhood is. Nintendo. Nintendo is number one. Oh, just the sounds from that game, too. And then sticking the original Nintendo, when he put it in, the game wouldn't work. He would take it out and have to blow on it. <sighs> the magical blow, put it back in, and the game all of a sudden starts to work. I just loved playing Super Mario Brothers. That was my game. I I, I got so good at that. My mom would scream at us because we're playing it too long. That was So I could see that being uh, on the list. Maybe not my number one, but definitely top five on that one. And then finally this morning, rules... Our rules, but this definitely added insult to injury on this one. A 61-year-old woman in New Jersey accidentally ran herself over with her own car on Monday night. And then on top of that, cops gave her a ticket. It happened in Hackettstown, New Jersey, which is about 40 miles west of Newark. She was getting out of her 2014 Lincoln, did not put it in park, and it ran over the left side of her body. Paramedics got her to a hospital. Luckily, she did survive. They say that her injury, injuries were serious, but not life-threatening. After the car ran her over, it kept going, and it crashed into another car. But that's not what she got the ticket for. It turned out her registration was expired. Oh, so come on. No, Cops no. cited her for driving an unregistered vehicle. No, you've got to let her go on that. Of all Seriously. Things, that's what she gets the ticket Oh, for. my gosh. The poor woman. I know. Uh, before you leave the hospital, we'll give you a ticket. Come on now. <laughs> we have tickets for you to go see the Jonas Brothers. That happens in the 8 o'clock hour right around 825. It is time for the 7 a.m. social. If you are online with us, welcome. If you're not, all you have to do is find our YouTube channel, Mercedes in the Morning. You could also log on through Facebook. We live stream the entire 7 o'clock hour during commercials, during songs, on the air, and we would love to have you join us. Again, that's the 7 a.m. social. Well, happy Star Wars Day, everyone. The 1977 release of Star Wars changed Hollywood forever. And for decades, decades later, we're still into it, which is just incredible. It's the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. 
So may the 4th be with you, everyone. May the 4th be with you. And in honor of May the 4th and Star Wars Day, I have a game. May the effects be with you. So in honor of May the 4th, I have Star Wars sound effects. I want to see if you can identify them. They're sound effects and they're characters from the Star Wars trilogy. I know you've seen uh, many of the Star Wars, if not all the, the movies in the franchise, Mercedes. So I want to see how well you do. Some of these are super easy. Some of these get kind of hard. Okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. And play along on uh, the 7 a.m. Social Club and also, too, as, as you're getting ready for work. Here is the first sound. That's um oh what's the name of the cantina? Most Mos Eisley's Cantina? Oh I was just looking for the Cantina music. Is or is it Olga's Cantina? Like one is a place at Disneyland and the other's from the movie. I'm trying <laughs> this to This is remember. from the movie. This is from the movie. <laughs> I don't remember which one is which one, but it's it's a definitely a cantina. Cantina, one from one. Yeah, Cantina okay. is correct. Okay. Uh, here, here's the next one. The blaster? Yes, blaster pistol. Wow. Two okay. for two. Okay. Two for two. Here is the third one. It, well, it's like Darth Vader's theme, but it's technically, I think it's called the Imperial March. Yes! Okay, okay three for three. Starting with kind of the easier ones. Okay. Kind of continue with some of the easy ones here, but this one right here. Chewbacca! <laughs> Do you remember the Chewbacca lady? Lady? Yeah, she had like a Chewbacca oh mask on. Oh my gosh, I could not <laughs> stand, stand her. She was full of joy and love, and I appreciate that, but oh, her, she drove me crazy. She drove you nuts. Okay, four for four. I think we're ready. We're we'll get a little bit deeper here. Here's okay. the fifth Star Wars sound effect. Oh gosh. I don't know. Does anyone know what that sound effect is from Star Wars? I have no clue what that is. Is, is it like a bird? No. Some sort of like pterodactyl? It does sound birdish, but it, it is flying. It's something flying by. Oh, I don't know. I'm clueless on that one. That is a TIE fighter flyby. Oh. What's a TIE fighter flyby? A TIE fighter flying by? <laughs> like doing a flyby? Oh, Okay. The TIE fighter doing a flyby. I'm looking to get... Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. I didn't know they sounded like that. I forgot the sound. Okay. But it does sound like a bird. Yeah. It sounds like a pterodactyl. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> That's what they went for when they made the sound effect. Okay, number six. Hello there. Oh, that's you and McGregor uh, being uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi saying yeah. hello. Hello there. Yeah. That's I, good. That's the young one. Okay, this one right here. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Oh. Okay. First, first character. Jeez, it's so funny. I, I, I've always thought that, but I've met some Star Wars fans that are passionate about Jar Jar Binks being one of the best characters. Super sweet. Just would disagree with those friends of yours. <laughs> Here we go. Star Wars sound effect number eight. Mm. Oh, that's Yoda. Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. Everyone mm. should know that. <laughs> number nine. Is that a lightsaber? Mm-mm. Um. This is, we're, we're getting the hard stuff now. The real hard stuff. Yeah, I don't know that one. What is it? That's a blast door opening. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I guess I could see that. Okay. I, I Doors were nowhere on my, <laughs> on my list of possible sound effects. We okay. go deep in the gotcha. May the Effects Be With You game. Here's number 10. 
Roger, roger. Um. Roger, kind of, roger. Like some kind of robot droid? Yes! It's just a basic Star Wars droid oh, okay. saying roger, I roger. roger. a specific one or no. that's just a generic one? I'm taking, yeah, I don't know if it's Fred the droid or not, but Star Wars droid was the answer I was looking for on that one. Okay. Okay, I got three more. Finish strong. Here's number 11. I got a bad feeling about this. Harrison Ford, Han Solo. Yes! Okay, uh, two more left. Um, like a blaster? Another blaster? No. It's transportation. Uh, transportation? Like one of those, um, oh, what are they called? Uh, like a like a speeder thing yes a speeder thing i'll, I'll take speeder thing <laughs> what's the technical name for it speeder bike oh, speeder bike but i'll take okay, speeder okay, thing speeder i'll take thing, speeder thing, thing. Okay, okay last one number 13 finish finish strong my friend the force is with you here we go okay ooh i know it's some sort of transportation but it's between two that i can't figure it out one more time I think it sounds smaller and lighter than the Millennium Falcon. I'm going to go with an X-Wing fighter. Final answer? Uh, yes. Yes! Oh, my God! Yes! I'm better at Star Wars sound effects than I, than I thought. Those are some hard ones there, too. Oh, how many did I miss? Like, three? Four? Uh, I don't think you missed that many. Oh. I, wasn't, I, I wasn't keeping track. Oh, my gosh. That... Uh, Man, I'm a bigger fan than I thought. We got that droid one, which I thought was super hard. The speeder bike. The X, the last one, I thought it was going to be real tough. And you nailed that one. The X-Wing fighter. I almost said Millennium Falcon, but it just didn't sound as big it's as lighter. that one. Yeah, lighter. exactly. So there you go. May the effects be with you. Not bad. Not bad. We'll do that again next year. <laughs> Same sound effects. See if I remember yeah, them. I'll just shuffle the order of the sound effects. Coming up here in the dirt, Jamie Foxx breaks his silence after being in the hospital for three weeks. What was said? Details in about five minutes. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Jamie Foxx is still in the hospital more than three weeks after suffering what has still only been described as a medical complication. And on Wednesday, either Jamie or someone on his team posted a message on Instagram saying, quote, appreciate all the love, feeling blessed. Still, friends of the family are telling the media that he still needs all the prayers and well wishes that his fans can give him right now. That's uh, some scary stuff. I really hope he gets better. It's just uh, no one's really talking about what it is. And not that it's our business, but I hope it's not super serious, although he has been there for a long time. Three weeks, that's a long time. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow was asked, who's a better lover, Brad Pitt or Ben Affleck? She wouldn't pick, but she said she had uh, major chemistry with Brad. Well, Ben was, quote, technically excellent. And then she also did the game Kiss, Marry, Kill with three of her exes, Ben Affleck, Brad Pitt, and Chris Martin. Before I give you her answers, Mercedes, Kiss, Marry, Kill out of those three guys. Um, Brad Pitt, Marry, Chris Martin, Kill, Ben Affleck. Okay. Uh, she said she would sleep with Brad, kiss Brad, remarry Chris Martin because of their kids, and then, sorry, Ben. Yeah, exact same answer. I'm with you, Gwyneth. I, I, I would marry Chris Martin in a heartbeat. He seems so sweet. Oh, they have him sing, too? Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Jimmy Fallon is going to help his staff get through the writer's strike, so employees at The Tonight Show and Seth Meyers' Late Show will be paid for the next two weeks by NBC, and then Jimmy and Seth will personally pay for their teams for a third week. Staff will also guaranteed health insurance through September, but more shows are starting to go dark. Kelly Clarkson, her show went dark. But here's an interesting thought. So the 2007 writer's strike helped boost the popularity of reality TV because they didn't need writers to put out the reality TV contacts. So we saw more and more shows. Will the current strike result in AI being used to create more content for less money? Would be a what? Using AI. Oh, AI. I thought you were saying like an I. And I was like, it's an if it it starts with a vowel. (laughs) AI. AI, gotcha. Being used to create more content for less money. So what I did is I went to ChatGPT and I asked ChatGPT to write three jokes, late night style jokes about the writer's strike. So here's what we get. Here's first. Here's joke number one. Tell me what you think of this joke. Looks like the writer's strike is still going strong. I guess we'll have to start coming up with our own jokes instead of relying on those overpaid wordsmiths. Speaking of which, did you hear the one about the screenwriter who walked into a bar? Neither did we, because they're all on picket lines. Oh, gosh. Okay, it's good to know that AI can't replace everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you one more. What do you think of this one uh, right here? So, have you heard about the writer's strike? Yeah, apparently the writers are refusing to write any new material until their demands are met. And in response... The studios have decided to hire a bunch of monkeys to write the scripts. So, now we're going to have shows like How I Met Your Mandrel and The Big Baboon Theory. Oh, those are really bad. Really bad. I can see Jay Leno delivering that joke. Oh, The Big Baboon Theory. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So that is ChatGPT's late night style jokes about the writers. So yeah, like you said, I think I think the, the writers are safe. There was a study to find out which states have the worst concert crowds. Here's what they consider to be bad behavior at concerts. Excessive use of smartphones, loud talking, disregarding personal space, littering, pushing and shoving, excessive intoxication, live streaming the event without permission, ignoring venue rules. So they say the best states based on those things to see concerts are Alaska, Louisiana, and Montana. The worst states, Maine, Nevada, and Kentucky. Hmm. Well, it's the whole state, so I blame Reno. <laughs> Not us. We're great. Some people have seen concerts up in Reno. <laughs> yeah. That are doing hey, Sparks. How- oh, my gosh. What else? Caliente. The concerts in Caliente. Ah, They're awful exactly. out there. Carson City. Carson concert City. goers. Come on. Alamo as well. <laughs> All these small towns. Uh, Laughlin down there. Well, sure Laughlin concert goers are probably nice. They, they, they've got the water there to <laughs> kind of keep them cool. Yeah. Right now. More activities to do down there. What did Brooklyn think of Reno? She was there a couple weekends ago. Yeah, honestly, she didn't see a ton of it, but Matt drove her up to Lake Tahoe, and the pictures they took were absolutely stunning i i want to i really want to go there i've never been and now i like i was kind of regretting not going once i saw their tahoe pictures oddly enough they didn't take any reno pictures <laughs> <laughs> they waited the until they got tahoe outside ones. of the city you leave reno you go into tahoe you pass really nice whole foods and all of a sudden it's just gorgeous breathtaking views yeah i really want to go see it so next hour 825 we have those tickets for you to go see the jonas brothers If you want to get in touch with the show, you can do that by calling or texting us at 702-364-9400. And please use that number quickly. I want to do a little survey of people because I I learned something new the other day and I've been thinking about it ever since I learned it. It's so 
it was just so surprising to me. And my question is, what is the first thing that you notice when you go into someone's home? The very first thing that you notice. Uh, Think about that for a second. Let us know because... Uh, I was getting my hair done the other day. And when um, I'm doing that, like while I'm processing, my hairdresser will have someone else come in and she'll work on them. And then when they're processing, she'll wash me like it's a whole thing. So there's usually multiple people in there. And I was kind of eavesdropping on their conversation. It's a small room. There's no way I could not hear it. And um, the, the woman whose hair she was doing was talking about the thing that she notices when she goes into someone's home for the first time. And the thing she said shocked me because I never thought of this before. And when I went home, I immediately looked at this because I never, ever noticed. What's the first thing you notice when you go into someone's home? Smell. How does the house smell? smell? Is it clean? Flowers? To me, every house has a scent. When we come home from vacation or weekend away at our house... I open the door and our house has a certain scent to it. It's the first thing I notice is smell. And then floors is the second thing because I want to get our floors done in our house. I'll notice what people, do they have tile, carpet? What kind of flooring do they have? So smell and floors jumps out to me. Okay. So I apparently, according to the text line, a lot of people are saying smell. Mm. Um, One, two, three, four. One person says how clean or messy they are. Another one here says the light level. Is it too dark? Is it too light? Oh, yeah. Um, But most everyone else says smell. Now, what she said is not smell. It's not light level. It's not floors. It's not any of those things. (gasps) Someone just said it. Raul says, the first thing I notice is a smell. Every house has a different smell. And then I look at their baseboards. If their baseboards are clean, pretty much the house is clean. That is exactly what this woman says. She goes, the first thing I look at, like she was an older lady, she's like, the first thing I look at is someone's baseboards. If they're dirty, the person is dirty. If they're clean, they're clean. And I was just like, I've... I don't clean my baseboards like I never even thought of doing that. Now, um, once a month, we have someone come to the house and and do some of the um, the deep cleaning and stuff like that. And so I'm thinking, do they clean the baseboards? I get home that day and I I literally start looking at our baseboards. I'm like, oh, please let them be clean. They're clean. I was I was running my finger on them Uh like to see and they were clean. I go upstairs and they weren't as clean. I was like, ooh, I see some some dust on here. Whoa. And so then I got on my hands and knees with the with the spray with the not the Windex, but was it and it, the end dust yeah. and I just started scrubbing the baseboards, hands and knees. I'm, I had no idea that people notice those things. I've, I, that, that's the last thing. I don't think I've ever checked out someone's baseboards in their home. Unless you walk in and I look at the floors and the baseboards maybe are over the top dirty. It'll grab my attention. But I never walk in and do an inspection of the baseboards. Never. Never. I never even thought Mm-mm. to do that. Um, it's interesting, Raul, that you said that also because I thought that was, oh, it's just got to be her. It's just she's she seemed like a very kind of picky lady. And uh, I'm like, whoa, I'm going to be so aware of this now you do you have shutters in your house right yeah how often do you clean the actual shutters themselves not often enough because that's something i noticed the other day i opened them and i was the light hit it the right way and i'm like and i put my finger on it and it was like dust same thing get out the end I, i was just so kind of disgusted by it and now i'm paranoid so i think i will be 
constantly looking at those two things, shutters and that. Before, when I went into someone's house, the first thing I, I noticed is uh, like what kind of lighting they have in the kitchen. I, I'm infatuated with light fixtures and there's some really cool ones out there my favorite ones are when people have the ones that look like a bunch of sticks in different oh, ways yeah, popping out yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, and then yeah. They have both. Uh-huh. i'm like oh cool. you're so modern everyone's gonna go home tonight and check out your baseboards yes that's what everyone is doing tonight start cleaning them yep. people because if not you're being judged uh-huh. <laughs> all right we have the hot three is coming up next what do you have for us okay we're gonna talk about the mo- most searched destination on google where do you think it is all also, Mother's Day is coming up. And what do you think is the superhero trait that most good moms possess? And uh, I love stupid criminal stories. They are the absolute best. A woman tried to rob a grocery store. She failed. And then what did she do next? We'll tell you coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. It is Viva Las Vegas for Americans. A new study of Google searches shows that Las Vegas is the top desired travel destination for Americans. Family Destinations Guide says people search for words associated with Las Vegas and vacation 1.9 million times last year. New York City ranked second. Miami was third. San Diego was fourth. And Chicago was number five. Las Vegas uh, vacations were mostly most commonly searched for from uh, people that live in California, Idaho, Montana, here in Nevada, South Dakota, and Utah. Do you been Googling any vacation spots for the year? Yeah, I, I'm always, even if I know I'm not going to go there, I always just Google because I like to look at different cities and what they have to offer. But um, I am I think I'm on um, TripAdvisor more than any other website. I just want to see different cities and where would be a good place to go. Because sometimes you get stuck in a rut just going to the same places. And I want to see as much as I can. Do you read reviews on TripAdvisor if you're looking at a hotel to read what they're saying and look at the photos that they post? A hundred percent. And I write them, too. That's right. You I do. I write yeah, reviews you do. on there. I try to only write positive reviews but unfortunately i've had to write a couple of negative ones lately and i'm not like that person who you know didn't get some for free so i'm gonna just trash your place even if i had a somewhat bad experience i'll still give you a decent score just not five out of five well the last one was that you had a valid reason with wasn't that the, the the fire you guys were stuck in your room or yeah like that where we hours? got locked into yeah. our room and we couldn't get out i still give them a three did you really <laughs> yes because everything else was great everything was great that was that was the only bad thing, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and there wasn't a fire. We're saying, God forbid there was a fire. Yes, you guys would have been stuck. Yeah, exactly. If there was a fire, probably a two. <laughs> I still give them a two. <laughs> so, you know, despite the fact there's a fire and we were trapped, the food was fantastic. Yes, everyone. I really enjoyed the <laughs> breakfast. It was wonderful. And Fred at the front desk. <laughs> it was the best. Also this morning, moms are confident in themselves as 73% feel that they are doing a pretty good job. We talked about, I think it was yesterday, how uh, a lot of moms think that they are the best moms in the world well in this survey it says that when it comes to their superhero traits moms are confident in their problem solving capabilities they're nurturing they're, they're multitasking and their organization and time management um, another poll from one poll says that 83 percent of moms look to other moms for support and advice and they find that really helpful and an additional 77 percent of moms reported feeling empowered when they see other moms sharing their hardships 
or their experiences. What's your intuition like? Because you mentioned earlier that tease, like the mom's superpower. I was thinking of my mom, and for me, it's, she has this intuition. If something is wrong, and I can be like, oh, everything's fine, everything's great, she'll know that there's something going on. She can just she can pick up on my energy and pick up on my vibes. Do you have an intuition with your daughters? I think I think all moms have that in one way or another. I absolutely do. They've you know come home from school. How was your day? It was great. It was good. I'm like, what happened? Nothing happened. Why? What happened? Okay, so and then oh, they'll tell me, yeah. and it's like you just know something is off. You can you can read them like a book, but my I think my superhero, uh, I don't know, my superhero quality is like the nurturing thing. I I know like my girls will just randomly come up to me and ask and just start hugging me, and I I always rub their back or rub the back of their head, and and Brooklyn the other night she did that, and she's like. You smell good. You smell safe. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I'm so glad. <laughs> what about this, too? It's a, more of a physical thing. Be able to hold the baby in one arm and bags and stuff in the other arm. That's very impressive. Oh, when that, I see it like a mom doing that. That is impressive. Oh, have you ever traveled? Well, I know you haven't, but if you've traveled alone with a baby in the airport, that is a superhero power. I The first time I ever tried it, I had the stroller, the carrier that clipped into the stroller, the baby bag, my purse. So I get up to security. I put the bag on there. I put my purse in there. I uh, undid the stroller. I had to put the stroller on there. I was all by myself. And then idiot me forgets to take the baby out of the carrier. So I just set the carrier on there. And the guy's like, you have to take the baby out. I was like, Oh my gosh. And so I unstrapped <laughs> her and walked through with her. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I, I just wasn't thinking. I had yeah. mom brain. It was ridiculous. <laughs> moms traveling with kids are, I mean, all moms are saints, but I have just special, you know, attention to moms too when they're traveling. Give, give them some leeway because there's, you have a lot going on. They're carrying all that stuff. Also, being on the plane, when we flew back Christmas time from Baltimore, Mercedes, the height of all the cancellations and everything. Yeah. We finally get on our flight to fly back here. So it's going to be about a five, five hour flight, five an hour five and a half hours, there's a woman over this is the aisle to the right of me, and she had maybe, I don't know, like a one-year-old. She did not move the entire flight, just held her baby in her, in her arms the entire time. I'm like, what a saint. She is not moving at all. She needs to get up to use the bathroom. You don't want to wake them up. Yeah. <laughs> no one uh, moves. I know. Well, because you see it. I don't know if anyone else has traveled with a baby. I know there's probably a ton of people, but did you notice the eyes? When you got on the plane? When she gets on, yeah. You, because, get, you mm-hmm. get judged yeah. automatically. Uh-huh. They look at you and you can tell they are not happy to see you and that they are begging you to not to sit by them. I was just like, so if I was flying Southwest, that was my favorite because I would just pick a row that no one was in. And so if you sat next to me, that's on you. But I would never sit next to someone else if I didn't have to because they did not want to sit by you. They Thought your baby was going to cry. The you whole see time. the eyes. This was Frontier, so the seats were assigned. But yeah, you go on Southwest, and so I guess when the baby people looked at don't make eye contact. I know. Please don't sit by me. Don't sit by me. Keep I, going. And you feel bad. It's like, okay, she's, you know, she's good for now. For now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's the judgment look is the oh. worst. Finally, this morning, you know how thieves might threaten a clerk saying, you know, saying, oh, or else you better do this or or else well the or else always seems kind of scary right well in this case the or else was just i'll just go back to doing what i was doing on monday a woman in texas named brandy ackerman walked up to a grocery store clerk and pulled a knife out of her jacket 
She demanded that the clerk open the cash register, but the clerk refused. So Brandy put the knife back in her jacket and said, oh, I was just kidding anyway. Then she went back to shopping. She later (laughs) paid for her items and left. Brandy was gone when the cops showed up, but they later caught her and charged her with aggravated robbery. She's being held in jail on a $150,000 bond. April Fool's. Just kidding. Paying attention to this knife. Jonas Brothers, five albums, one night. They'll be here in September. These tickets go on sale May 12th, but we have your tickets next hour at 825. Remakes can be a touchy thing. Nine times out of ten, most people like the original song versus a remake of it. And I usually feel that way, too, until maybe now. Earlier in the week, we were talking about the new Little Mermaid movie that's coming out. And everyone loves the song Part of Your World. It is just a beautiful song sung by Jody Benson. It's fantastic. Can it get any better? We played the original one. If you don't know what it sounds like, it sounds like this. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free. Wish I could be part of that world. And the I new live Little Mermaid is coming out and Chloe Bailey she redoes the song. This is what that one sounds like. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free. Wish I could be part of that world. I think both are great, but obviously the nostalgia factor has me liking the original better. I think the 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 did I call her Chloe? You did, oh shoot! Yeah. I'm sorry. That's her sister, <laughs> Hallie Bailey. We got you. Um, she did a fantastic job. I said that with the original, I give that a ten. With hers, I give it like a nine point eight. I think it's right there. Do you? What were your feelings on that? Going into it before you played it, we were talking about the original, and and I was hesitant, and I didn't think she'd be able to you know accomplish it and do the song well. After I heard her sing for the first time, heard the song for the first time, I thought she did a great job. But during that conversation, one of the things that angered me was we were talking about Disney songs in the Rascal Flats, Life is a Highway. Some cars. Yeah. Like, why didn't they use the original Tom Cochran? Because that's one of my favorite songs. I'm like, this song is awesome. Why didn't they go change it, put the country spin on it for Life is a Highway for Disney? Why didn't they stick with the original song? Because I love this song so much. That So that's a cover I was not a fan of. Well, then you may not be a fan of this. Right now, the number 14 song in the country is by Luke Combs. And the guy is on fire. I mean, he has been for many years. And if you're a country music fan, you know exactly who Luke Combs is. Um, he is killing it right now with his remake on a song. And this is the song that he remade. So I remember when we were driving, oh. driving in your car. Speed so fast, it felt like I was drunk. City lights day out before. Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. No. Don't ruin it, Luke. Before before you, you pan it, this, we were having a meeting about this mm-hmm. song the other day. And... Uh, I heard it and I, I was I went into it like I'm gonna hate this. There's no way this is gonna be good. And I listened to it and I was like, whoa, whoa, that was so good. I completely did a 180 on that one because it was that good. 
So I think we should play it. Oh, I'm nervous. I really am. I really am. You mentioned a fast car by Luke Combs' uh, song earlier during the 7 a.m. Social Club. I just thought it was a, a song he had called Fast Car. Then no. realizing it's a cover. That Tracy Chapman song, her voice, the way she tackles that song. There's so, the, oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. JC, I, when I say that I went into it just like you, thinking there's no way. Don't do it, there's Luke. No Don't way. do it. It is good, but I want to hear what, your honest opinion. So why don't we play it okay. right now, okay? Give us your, your thoughts. 702-364-9400. Luke Combs' version of Fast Car. Our number is 702-364-9400. You got a fast car And I want to take it to anywhere Maybe we make a deal Maybe together we can get somewhere Any place is better Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Is it fast enough so we can fly away? Still gotta make a decision. Leave tonight or live and die this way. That's Luke Combs. He says he recorded that song because it's his first favorite song ever. He remembers listening to that song with his dad in his truck when he was about four years old. And they listened to it on a cassette while they were driving in his old brown camper top F-150. What did you guys think? JC, what did you think? Okay. uh, Wow. When the song first started and the first note kicked in, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. 
But then it was like it was like a roller coaster. I'm like, ah, I'm not a fan of it. But then I did I even I even wrote down the time when it hits the 1:45 mark and he belts it. So I remember when we were I'm like, oh, this is a good cover. But then he loses me again. I, Mercedes, I swear to you, it's a roller coaster of, of liking and disliking. Yeah, for me. It's yeah. Weird. I think everyone. I mean, obviously, everyone's going to have their own opinion on it, and the original is fantastic. So sometimes people will say, well, you know, I like the original better. It doesn't mean you can't like this one. Mm, it's just yeah. you like it better. Let's uh, go to the phones. We're getting tons of feedback here. 702-364-9400. Annette, good morning. What do you think? Good morning. Hello, everybody. Um, I thought it was a great cover, but like you said, it's never going to be Tracy Chapman. You could feel like the hurt in her voice, and and I, but I I agree. I think he did a really good job on it. Annette, thank you so much for calling. Let's talk to Melanie. Melanie, what do you think? I loved it. Why did I you love it? it? For the first time. I heard it for the first time last week. I loved it, but not more than Tracy Chapman. Yeah, I think that's that's going to be a version that's hard to beat. Rudy says, OMG, Mercedes, I went from liking it to loving it. Uh, This one says the new version doesn't have the sadness that Tracy Chapman brought to the song. Not even close to the original does not do Tracy Chapman justice. Stick to his own songs. Uh, This one says a great remake for sure. His twang kind of matches Tracy's vibrato. May the fourth be with you. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> uh, this one says, nope, nope, it's horrible. Thumbs down. This one from Sheila says, this version is okay, but Tracy Chapman is the best. Uh, th- this one says, it's so good. The great thing is that covers like this touch so many generations. Younglings discover what the adults used to listen to. I love this. He really kept up the pace. Um, I like it. Love it. Uh Listening to Fast Car by Luke Combs and sobbing. It's so good. Oh, my God. I love that version. Lots of people are crying listening to it. Oh, my gosh. Steph, you are, too. (laughs) Are you crying? It was so good. I was so touched. It was like I heard the song all over again for the first time. I loved it. I'm choking up over here. (laughs) It it, it, it has something that brings out those emotions. Yeah. And the the person on the text line, I think, nailed it, too. I'm excited, too, because he didn't really stretch too far away from the original. You hear that original in it. And I'm happy, too, that there's a whole new set of ears are going to hear that song, even though it's his version. Though, oh, what's Tracy Chapman? If be introduced to the Tracy Chapman version. So that excites me. I have a feeling it's one of those songs, the more I hear it, the more I'm be like, yeah, okay, this roller coaster is kind of flattening out or it's going up instead of going down. I love this text. Luke Combs could take me just about anywhere in his fast car. Love it. Perfect pitch <laughs> for a remake. All right, coming up here in about 15 minutes, those tickets for you to go see the Jonas Brothers. These are win them before you can buy them tickets. Those tickets for you to see the Jonas Brothers coming up here in just about five minutes. We are live streaming right now on our YouTube channel and on Facebook. Mercedes in the morning if you want to check things out because order in the court. It is time for Judge Your Friends. You have to decide whether the person is guilty or not guilty of doing something. It's a real game. I've got the cards right here. Giving them a little shuffle. Um, Are they guilty or not guilty? Steph, who goes first this week? I go first this week, but we were talking about a surprise 
And I think it's time we reveal ourselves. I, I actually, I'd like to hold off on it personally. Okay. Is, is that I know, okay? I know I know the answer to it. I know what's going on. They oh, were, you, you know the answer? They revealed themselves to me. Okay. Oh, really? Yes, they did. Okay. I wonder if it's who I think it is. Ooh. But okay. we're talking very inside. So let's, uh, we'll we'll address this in a, in a little bit, in short a short amount of time. Let's just leave it as that. Okay. Okay, here we go. All right. Order in the court. Steph, you are up first. I am <laughs> checking. I'm shuffling the cards. Sorry. Our engineer, Tracy's here. He's fixing the AC for us right Thank now. Thank you, Tracy. Yes. Oh, my nice. goodness. We love A lot you. of inside stuff today, huh? Okay. Um, Steph, please rise. You are being accused. Oh, man. These are both so good. Okay. Uh, you are being accused of working with someone that you secretly hate or actually secretly absolutely hate it oh. um, are you guilty <laughs> or not guilty oh, oh, I'm nervous. the defendant has worked with someone they secretly absolutely hated oh i'm first on this one. Oh boy <laughs> steph to me is a good vibes person and while i think that there are probably people that she disagreed with annoyed her, um, didn't have a lot in common with. I don't think she secretly absolutely hated anyone. Like, hate is such a strong word. Did she absolutely hate them? I would say not guilty on this one. Not guilty. Can't be. JC, what do you think? Yeah, you follow the the cards and what it says. Absolutely hated someone or hates. Maybe current day she hates someone here at the radio station. We don't know. But I, I think, Steph, regardless of whether she dislikes someone, they did her wrong. They've got issues. They butt heads in the office. I have a feeling, um, in my mind, Steph is the kind of person that finds the best in people. So despite the, the issues she might have with someone, she still sees that good in that person, and that good outshines the bad. So I'm going to say not guilty on this not one. Not guilty. guilty. Not guilty. We have two not guilties here. So will the defendant please rise? Steph, you are being accused of working with someone you secretly, absolutely hated. Are you guilty or not guilty? Oh, boy. I've definitely worked with people that have irked me, that have made me very upset, even have made me cry because of madness, because I've been so upset with them. But I've never, ever hated them. Oh, I've always, you're right, I've always our seen girl. the good in people, so I'm not guilty on that. Oh, that's good to hear, because if you would have said yes, I would have been absolutely <laughs> shocked. I would have like, you what? Well, oh. she came out, she's like, yes, you guys. <laughs> and it's you. Oh, I hate you both. No, never. I love you guys both oh, so much. No. All right. Well, we got a not guilty there. We got that one right. Let's shuffle the card, see what we got here. And this is for me. Okay. Uh, let's do the second one on this one. Um, will the defendant please rise? Mercedes, order in the court. You are being accused of having a go-to karaoke song, and everyone knows it. Uh, accused of having a go-to karaoke song, and everyone knows it. JC? You're the jury right now? Oh. What do you think it is? <laughs> and everyone knows it. Like, oh, there's Mercedes with a go-to karaoke yeah. song. Oh. I think you did karaoke a couple of times. I think you've talked about this before. 
But do you have a go-to song? Like, I don't even know what your go-to song would be that everyone knows. So going on that, I would say not guilty. But in my mind, for some reason, I can see you at a karaoke bar doing like Alanis Morissette, some kind of Alanis Morissette song. <laughs> it's like you're because you love Alanis and yes, you love her songs. Yes, true. Um, um, I'm gonna say guilty. And it's an Atlanta song. Is your go-to song? Guilty. Okay, guilty. Hey, guilty. we got a guilty. Guilty with Atlantis. Atlantis. All right. Noted. Uh, are you getting this person? Well, who's the person that puts the words in? The court oh, transcriber? The transcriber, yeah. yeah they're they're getting, typing they're getting, oh, yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Steph. The defendant is being accused of, ha- accused of having a go-to karaoke song, and everyone knows it. Do you think she is guilty or not guilty? I want. I would want to say guilty because I want to say you're guilty and your go-to song is Spice Girls Wannabe. Oh, I would, Spice Girls! Yes. Think of that. Oh, come on! I could see Mercedes going to the carry. She goes, "Put my song on." And the, the person already knows to play Spice Girls, but at the same time, I also want to be real with myself and be like Mercedes karaoke i know it's not her go-to i know she's probably you know you would think mercedes is like pass me the mic but really in real life she's not she's very like no you go first you go first so there's that part in me that wants to say not guilty she doesn't have a go-to karaoke song so not guilty we've got one guilty we've got one not guilty will the defendant please rise you're being accused of having a go-to karaoke song and everyone knows it are you guilty or not guilty. Well, if I'm reading into this, um, it could go either way. So I'm going to have it go this way. I am guilty. Oh! You are? Yes. Now, here, here's the little uh, asterisk by it. I don't do karaoke very often. It's not something I go out and do on a, uh, a weekly basis. I can't tell you the last time I did it. But I do have a song. That I do karaoke to if I am forced into it. Because I don't really like it. And that song, you are both wrong. My go-to karaoke song, because it doesn't showcase my voice very much, is Regulate by Warren G. Oh, that's a good one. I can see that. That is my go-to karaoke song. Because it's rapping and then I don't have to sing. You know? You talk at me late. The clean version, of course. Is this uh, right in the middle? I don't know. We'll find out. Oh, my goodness. This is like the what musical do you do? version. What I'm do really you, supposed to be singing yeah, on this. What do you do like in the actual, this part of the karaoke? Just kind of hit, bob your head yeah, on stage? Yeah, just everyone. Let's go. Yeah, Susie. Let it get explode. I'm switching my mind back into freak mode. Because I usually have the words. Yeah. Back and observe. I just left a gang of those over there on the curb. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. All right, so we are guilty on that one. All right, moving on. When's the last time you did karaoke, though? Uh, It has to be years. Didn't we do a station thing downtown at a karaoke place? Oh, oh. Oh, I didn't go to that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but we did at the uh, Cat's Meow or I went like that. to it. The Cat's yeah, Meow? I yeah. was all up on that stage. <laughs> it was right after Bite. I was all up on it. I was like, yeah, play that after party. party. That's it was right. the official Bite of Las Vegas yes. after party. Yes. That's what it was. No, I didn't go. So <laughs> I, 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 t- I feel like I did it at Calico Jack's. Is that a place? 
I feel like that's the last time I did karaoke. Yeah, there was a place. Our friends did it and they made us go. And I was like, are you kidding me? All right. Last one here. JC, will you please rise? All right. You are being accused. Oh, wait. I got to shuffle the cards. (laughs) You are being accused of. Um. Okay, you're being accused of trying to expense something personal on a business trip. (laughs) Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Expensing something personal on a business trip. Steph? So JC's talked about how he had to do taxes one year and had to get the IRS involved because of a business expense. I don't know if it's because they maybe thought it was a personal expense being used as a business purpose. <laughs> so I'm going to say guilty. I'm going to say that maybe it wasn't that time, but maybe that time also showed that you've tried to do it in the past. The time I got audited? <laughs> yes, the time you were audited. So I'm going to say guilty. Guilty. Jason. Guilty. guilty. All right. Um. Hmm, let me think here. I've been on some business trips with JC and he doesn't really pay. So I would say, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do always buy dinner, Mercedes. That is the I'm truth. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, but that one time, you, you know how they have a customer receipt and a receipt for the restaurant? Mm-hmm. The one time you did ask for that one. So I'm wondering if you mm-hmm. expense the dinner I paid for. <laughs> And make sure to add the tip on that receipt so I can see the full. Can I get a copy of Mercedes Bill? Just Uh, just for memories. For memories. Um, But I think that maybe you've snuck something in. Maybe it was like a couple of bottled waters you bought at the nearby CVS. Because, I mean, let's face it. You got to drink when you're on a business trip. You got to stay hydrated. And I mean, that is kind of a personal thing. So I'm going to say you're guilty. I think you have expensed something personal on a business trip. Okay. Um, Will the defendant please rise? Yeah. JC. We allowed to expense all of our stuff on business trips? Company's pretty stingy, by the way. I don't think so. But over the years, we've done many business trips. First off, Steph, with the IRS thing, um, the reason I was audited was not because of fraudulent expenses. It was because Laura's social security number was wrong when we filed. So Uh so they didn't think we filed. (laughs) And I put down that I rented a tuxedo for an event. See? And I didn't have a receipt. And they're like, well, can you prove it? And my tax guy's like, would a picture work? And they're like, yeah. So I sent a picture of me in a tuxedo at the event, and I was fine. But as far as business expenses... I mean, I think everything's been on the up and up. Ah, wait, though. Maybe if we go back to, I'm going to say guilty. I'm going to say guilty. I'm going to say guilty. And just going back to like the late 90s, early 2000s, going to DJ school. And if we, I think we were able to submit our hotel room. And I just submitted the final total, which may have included movies and stuff like that. Movies? What kind of movies? So oh, late nineties. You, you know what kind of movie staff come Hello. on. The internet so was not as readily available. I'm guilty on that one. Oh man, oh. late nineties, JC. We'd love now, to see they it. don't let us expense anything anymore. Nothing. It comes Nothing. out of all of our pockets. So I begged, I cried, I pleaded, and they said nope. I'm sorry. What is all good? What's hilarious is like the big wigs that make the most money, they get to still expense all their yes. stuff and they make more money than anyone else. That's why you see them on all the panels. I know, <laughs> right? Right? Oh, 
it's so rude. And we're like, can we expense three cup of noodles that we bought? Nope. No. How much was it? It was uh, $10. Absolutely not. <laughs> we don't, we don't have the money for that. Sorry. <laughs> so we go from judge of friends to heads up. It's time to win right now. We're looking for caller 20 at 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play, and you're playing for a huge prize. We've got your tickets to see the Jonas Brothers. They're going to be in town. They are bringing the five albums one night tour to the MGM Grand Garden Arena on September 8th. And if you want to be there, right now is your chance. Caller 20, you pick your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. Caller 20, you're playing heads up. Woo-hoo! We've got Jonas Brothers tickets for you. If you can get six answers in 60 seconds, Jackie, in one of these categories, which one do you want to go with? Live in concert or Star Wars? Let's do Star Wars. May the 4th be with you. That is why we are celebrating Star Wars Day. So these are all things that are associated with space. Okay? Things that are associated okay. with space. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Jackie, 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct, and you're going to go see the Jonas Brothers, and you start now. They go up in a shuttle, and they 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 look at space. Astronaut. Yes. The Saturn, Mercury, Earth. Planet. Yes. Uh, ooh, we have a full one in the sky tonight. Moon. Yes. Um, oh, I'm going to pass that one. Um, what is the name of our planet? Earth. Yes. This Haley's might go across in the sky. Comet. Yes. Uh, what is that in the sky? It looks like a... UFO. Yes! Yeah. You got it! No problem, Jackie. Congratulations! That's awesome! Going to see the Jonas Brothers. They're going to be in town. They are doing a, a nationwide tour, and they're stopping by the MGM Grand Garden Arena. You are in for free. Congratulations. Thank you, Jackie. Hold on one second. And the winning continues next hour. You're going to go see Kelly Clarkson. We've got tickets for you to see her brand new residency. Your ticket's coming up at 940. That new album from Ed Sheeran is coming out tomorrow. And from what you heard of it, Steph, what what are your thoughts? I know there was a big listening party last night. I love Ed's voice and the sound that he has. He is so awesome. I only heard about first half of the album. And whenever I hear Eyes Close, the song we just heard, it really, really makes me happy. Yeah, he's uh, he's got a lot of feeling behind that. He's He had the album all set, ready to go. And then all these things kept happening in his life. And he just scrapped it and made an entirely new album. So looking forward to that tomorrow. I I didn't think this was a weird thing. I In fact, I thought a lot of people did it, but apparently it's not true. Are you a milk in first person? And by milk in first, uh, it's, here's what it, how it's defined by Urban Dictionary. If you're a milk in first person, that means um, you pour milk in your cup before the coffee. Similar to pouring the milk first when preparing cereal. And they use it in a sentence. He's a milk in first sort of person. I wouldn't trust him. And I didn't even realize. Like, first of all, let's set the record straight. I don't put my milk in first in the cereal. But I do that in the coffee. Is that weird? I, I, 
I had someone see me do it and they were like, you do your milk in first. Like it was the weirdest thing. And I was like, yeah, why not? And I was judged on it. Uh, I am. I'm with you on the cereal. Cereal always in first. I want to get as much cereal in there as possible. Then I add my milk. But when it comes to coffee, I've been black coffee for five, six years now. But prior, it would always be when I put cream or whatever in there. Coffee goes in first. I just always grew up that way. I started drinking coffee at the age of 18. Coffee in first, and then I would add my creamer or milk, whatever, because I can tell the consistency. And I would base it on the, the color of the coffee. How, is it still dark? Is it going light brown? Is it super light brown? Or did I add too much cream? That wasn't a way of judging it. That's why I always put the milk in after the coffee pour. But you go first. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, and it's for the simple reason of consistency. I feel like putting it in after doesn't, get it moving around doesn't make it consistent but if you have the milk in first and then you have the coffee in there the coffee mixes the milk in with the coffee so it's more consistent whereas you got the coffee in there and you put the milk in i feel like it just kind of stays on top unless you stir it it's a a, it's a consistency thing and i have you ever done something weird but you didn't know it was weird until someone told you it was weird now I'm like, nobody else does this? That's so odd to me. Well, let's see who is out there that's just like you, or is no one going to call? Are you really, truly the, the lone wolf here in Las Vegas that goes milk and cream first? So I, when I would add this, the cream in, I would pour it in, and I would always stir it, spoon, whatever, stir, stick, and spurt. Do you just add the cream first, add the coffee? Do you still stir it, or do you feel the coffee falling in, mixing it up enough, you don't have to stir it? That's what it is. I'm saving the planet, people. I'm preventing you from washing those spoons or from throwing away those plastic spoons or the stir sticks um it, it does mix it on its own it the milk i don't put a ton of milk just enough to make my coffee not black and you put the milk in you put the coffee in and it just is like an automatic mix steph what do you do for cereal i do not do milk first i do the cereal first and then i do the milk afterwards but for coffee i'm with you mercedes I put the milk in first. And I didn't even think of your reasonings. I do it for different reasonings. What? I do it because I'm lazy. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't have to stir it. I don't have to get a spoon. I don't have to clean it. It's easy. And I learned this from my coworker back in the day. He says, watch. We don't need stirs. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, put your milk in first and then your coffee. But how much milk do I do? He goes, just, you know, just judge it. So I, I did a little bit. And then if for some reason I needed more, I'll put more afterwards. But I got it to the perfect le- or perfect amount for whenever I want to do my coffee. So milk first and then coffee. And it's perfect each time. Well, then, for the both of you, uh, you're making a cocktail. You're going to make a vodka tonic. How do you make the drink? Uh... I don't really know how to make one. <laughs> I don't drink vodka. Tonic. It's just tonic water just and tonic. vodka. Okay, so I put the vodka in first. You go vodka in first. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I would do that because I want to see how much vodka I'm putting in. If I'm not, if I put in the uh, tonic first, I don't know how much vodka I'm pouring in. So I want to get it to a certain area and then I put the rest tonic because it doesn't matter. You don't need to measure that. See, that's what I'm trying to see through your eyes because that's how when I make my vodka tonics and pretty much I think all bartenders do it first. You do the alcohol first. I'm now comparing the alcohol to the milk. So anytime making a vodka tonic, vodka goes in first and then a tonic and you're all set, ready to go. 
So I see what you're saying. That with putting the milk in first, you can see how much you got going on in there, and then you pour the um, the coffee on top of it, and it pre-mixes. Because when I make a vodka tonic, I put the tonic on top. I don't stir the drink. It's just the tonic water itself. Yeah. The carbonation mixes everything together for me. And that's that's the argument here. Someone just wrote, um, same as Mercedes, milk first in coffee, no need to s- stir, save a spoon. Uh, when you put creamer in first, it stirs the ca- the coffee naturally, no spoon needed. So I'm not alone. But definitely, it, it doesn't sound like it's the mainstream way to go. This uh, text, though, tell me if this is weird. It says, I bite into string cheese sticks and everyone thinks it's the weirdest thing. I think string cheese, the, the pulling of it is the fun. But if you just need a quick snack and you don't have time to be like, wee, wee, wee. Yeah, take the bite. Why not? Just get it down. Down the hatch. How does Starbucks do it? You go in, you want your coffee with some oat milk, whatever, and do they do the milk first and then coffee? They don't. And it actually bothers me because I say I want a splash of oat milk. And a splash is different to everyone, but I think when the cu- the cup is empty, you just it. I feel like it's more consistent. So mm-hmm. no, they don't do that, and I really wish they would. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting discussion there. <laughs> okay, hot three is coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about uh, burnt out kids. Do you think your kids are more burnt out than you are, especially coming to the end of the school year? We're going to talk about that. Also, Airbnb is launching a new category for private rooms in someone's home. Would you ever do this and an American couple is caught trying to smuggle 650 pounds of this into Israel. Why? Because of TikTok. We'll explain coming up next in the Hot 3. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. 
searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to, one that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids, well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go! Here we go! Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. These days, a lot of adults are feeling burned out, but it seems it's not just limited to grown-ups. According to a new survey of 2,000 parents of school-age kids, 70% of them believe their child is actually experiencing more burnout than they are. About two-thirds of moms and dads say their child comes home after school with a low mental battery. The top signs parents recognize as burnout include changes in sleep patterns, changes in appetite, less interest in activities that they used to enjoy, and avoiding social activities. And a lot of parents are just unsure how to get the their child the tools that they may need with 70% admitting that they wish there was a handbook on how to talk to their children about mental health. More than three quarters of parents wish schools offered more easily accessible mental health services. And parents report that nearly a third of kids do talk to them about their feelings once a week or less, while some kids only do it every two to three weeks. You're both your daughters, very well-rounded kids, always involved in activities. Do you ever feel like they are getting burnt out? And have you ever stepped in and, and told them to scale back on something they wanted to do? They're absolutely burnt out, both of them right now. I, I mean, it, there's no question. I just talking to them, they're burnt out and it's hard because you know I try to be like the cheerleader like you got this I you know you can do it just do one thing at a time and cross it off your list and then move to the next one and it doesn't help not at all like I I'm actually I don't know what else to do because I I can just I can even hear it through a text when I text one of them like hey how are you doing today like uh not really good I got a lot of stuff to do and it sucks it sucks there's nothing that I can do so I just, uh, you know, I make sure when I'm around them, I just give them a lot of love and tell them to take their mind off of things. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But they are absolutely burnt out, 100%. Yeah, you see, just just with school alone and just obviously everything you're dealing with, with, with being a kid, being a teen, then you add in activities and everything else that comes to going to school, it, it adds up. It starts to stack up. Uh, it really, it, like the work is a big part of it. All that they have, they we kind of, I think sometimes we minimize it because we're like oh we were in school and we got through it but that's a lot and then put on top of that like the social pressures and the other things like that whereas adults we're like who cares you know we're Mm -hmm. an adult like we don't need that and they it it really affects them so i don't know if anyone else is going through that or if you have any tips on what you can do to help because i sure could use some help on that one it's tough we'll look back to when also when we were going to school with activities after school like you know brooklyn's involved with activities and everything but yeah you finish school and the first thing you do is you go to football practice and that doesn't get done until 5 36 o'clock and then you get home and have dinner by the time you get your studies i'm sure like brooklyn it's 7 30 night and that's the last thing you want to do yeah exactly and it's it's a lot i i 
think we underestimate that sometimes mm-hmm. because we, you know, it's been a while since we've been at school. Yeah. Um, also this morning, Airbnb is rolling out a new budget-friendly option. It's called Airbnb Rooms. Now, it allows guests to rent a private room in the same home as their host with an average nightly rate of $67. Now, the company has always offered room rentals, but they say listings in Airbnb rooms will include a host passport that gives guests extra information about who they'll be staying with, and it allows users to sort listings for features like, does the bedroom door lock, is the bathroom private, things like that. Would would you do an Airbnb room? No, but we kind of did. Um, I guess we did. And it was when we're in Wyoming two summers ago and when Cody, Wyoming, and we normally stayed in a hotel there and Laura booked an Airbnb and the house looked awesome. Like just fantastic in town, a yard. And then we're in Jackson Hole getting ready to drive to Cody. And Laura tells me, oh, there's one thing. I'm like, What's that? She goes, there's someone living in the house. I'm like, are you kidding me? And she goes, no, they're in the basement. But the owner promised us we're not going to see this person but they're down there in the basement but they have their own entryway i'm like oh no so we got there and and their owner was right we didn't see this person but just knowing that there was a person living below us it was kind of weird but in my mind i'm going into like it's an apartment or a hotel there's people all over apartments and hotels but just like going in i'm like okay there's someone in a house right below us living below us right now that uh yeah that would weird me out big time i i don't know if i would actually stay that but i i would do an airbnb room on one condition well two conditions one i'm by myself it's just me and two i'm traveling through Europe and I want to get the full experience. So I stay at someone's home and see how they do things and maybe try the food. I I know it doesn't mean I get to eat with them, but I think experiencing life as a local in another country could be kind of cool, but I wouldn't want to put my family in that position. So I would do it by myself. And that's the only way. Would you ever rent a room out in your house to have a complete stranger stay there? Uh, No, (laughs) I'm sorry. There's no way that's happening. Same here. It's just odd. I mean, you make money and stuff and I get it, but to me, it's just odd having some person you never met. All of a sudden they're now in your house sleeping. Yeah, that's kind of, I have thought about hosting a foreign exchange student before but i just i I chicken out every time (laughs) at one point my daughter was thinking about doing it and i'm like oh we could switch kids Uh with someone and and do that they could stay in your room you can stay in their room and then she changed her mind and i was like okay well i guess we're not (laughs) gonna do that uh finally this morning at least two american couples have been caught by customs officials for trying to smuggle more than 650 pounds of fruit roll-ups into israel which is suffering a shortage of the snack due to the TikTok trend that we did on that show. <laughs> yes. The video on the um, app shows people wrapping the snack around a scoop of ice cream, which then freezes over and becomes hard and crunchy. Well, apparently that's gotten so big in Israel that they're running out of fruit roll-ups. One of the men caught by customs can be heard in a video of the search that found both of his suitcases filled with nothing but fruit roll-ups saying that he was bringing them to his family. Hey, the whole family wants to try the viral challenge. What's wrong with that? <laughs> they're all copying us. We're the, the cause of this issue right here. Here in the 9 o'clock hour, we've got your tickets to Kelly Clarkson's new residency, Chemistry. That uh, that residency kicks off in July, and we have the tickets coming up here at 9.40. Still to come this hour at 9.40, those tickets for you to go see Kelly Clarkson. It is May the 
the fourth Star Wars day. There's some deals to be had today. We'll talk about that coming up this hour in What's Trending. But now... You love these Star Wars games, don't you? I think they're a lot of fun. So earlier we did we did made the effects be with you. And I think out of 13 sound effects, you got maybe like 11 correct. You were on fire this morning. I I felt like a lot of them for the average Star Wars fan were were guessable, but there were some really tough ones in there. Yeah, we were deep like this one here. That's the X-Wing fighter, but you nailed this one, so. Uh, the new game here, it's the Star Wars Sound Effects Cinema. Where I'm going to read a script that deals with Star Wars, and you have to drop in the sound effects that go with it. Oh, gosh. I, what if I don't know the sound effects? you got to make it up. Gotta, so you're is add- this just me, or is this Steph also? We can bring in Steph, too. Yeah, we can bring the both of you. So you're, just, you're adding the, the backdrop, the sound effects, to this little script that I have. Okay. Oh, so as you're reading, we'll be like, boom, or oh, Jar Jar Binks, or something like that. Yes. Okay, yes. okay, okay. Okay, so I want to go back and forth, Steph? Sure. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Let me start here. Let me get the music going here. It was a foggy morning on Tatooine when young Jedi Luke Skywalker was awoken by R2-D2. It was time for training, so as the three suns rose, Luke fired up his trusty lightsaber. Then the training droid started firing lasers at young Luke. <laughs> After deflecting the blast, Luke felt a disturbance in the force as a as Tusken Raiders roared from behind him. <laughs> Luke easily cut him in half. Wait a second. <laughs> That's not the sound that the Tuscan Raiders make. No idea. They're the sand people. Are they the sand people? Oh, they're the eyes? No, not those ones. They're the ones with like the the bandages on their head and then like the binoculars for eyes. Yes. What sounds do they make? <laughs> Here, let me see if I can find one. It's not. <laughs> sounded good. Thank you. I'm I was just... like, what is that? It's my new the visual that was even better by the way i wish we had the social club i'm sorry i didn't mean that was really good that was really okay let's pick back up here so luke easily cuts him in half as the millennium falcon lands with lando cuts him in half anyone calrissian yeah but uh cutting him in half oh <laughs> the guts pouring out yeah, out of effect. Uh, the Millennium Falcon lands with Lando Calrissian at the controls. The door opens with Chewbacca calling for Luke. I said Chewbacca. Is that not Chewbacca? There you go. There you go. Uh, With everyone on board and Han frozen and Carbonite, they set their coordinates for Jabba's palace and make the jump to light speed. That was good. That was good. Thank you. Luke tries to use the Jedi mind trick on Jabba only to have Jabba laugh at him. That was good. <laughs> uh, after a wicked shootout, Han is freed. 
So Luke then gets a mind. I'm free. <laughs> so that's not it. <laughs> Finally, Luke then gets a mind message from Princess Leia that she is being held on Endor by a bunch of small, hairy creatures called Ewoks. Ewok. <laughs> or is it Luke? I'm being held by my only hope. You're my only hope. Please oh, save me. <laughs> uh, where are we going? I'm losing track in the, the script here. Um, okay, so just then, a shadow is cast over them on the forest moon by the Death Star. Led by Lord Darth Vader, who tells Luke the truth about his parents. Luke, I am your father. That's it. And scene. And scene. End. Wow. We're pretty good. Fantastic. I'm impressed with our skills. We're we're awesome. That was real good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the the, uh, the Steph Sam person was the best. <laughs> the roar. roar. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Time to go back. We got to re. Uh, since it's Star Wars Day, we should actually watch it today, so we know. Get them down better for next year. Uh, up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? Okay, this morning we are going to talk about the Vegas Golden Knights, baby. They kicked off round two on the road to the Stanley Cup last night. Also, we have our new Rock Hall inductees. And like you've been hearing all morning, it's Star Wars Day. Some of the deals that you can get today on May the 4th. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. All right. The Vegas Golden Knights are trending this morning. Last night was a good night to be a fan because they won game one of the second round of the road to the Stanley Cup. Six to four was the score. The Oilers did not make it easy for them. It was kind of just back and forth and they all night and I was so stressed out. Leon Drysdale uh, scored four goals last night. Vegas received two goals from Ivan Barbashev along with goals from Chandler Stevenson, Michael Amadio, uh, Mark Stone, and then that empty netter from deep in the Golden Knights zone by Jack Eichel. Game two is on Saturday afternoon at the Fortress. Yeah, it was an action-packed game and I think there were a lot of people agreeing with us that the uh, the announcers just definitely favoring Edmonton last night while calling that game. Definitely a bias there, but I feel like it's always that way. As soon as the the coverage from our local guys goes away, then you hear the national coverage, and it's always very much against whoever we're playing. I just don't understand it's it. Just, yeah, I mean, you see more games than I do. So yeah, I just for some reason last night just really really jumped out to me. Like, okay, they they got a goal. We did too. Why why are you as excited when Vegas when the Golden Knights scored? A goal? Oh man, when Edmonton scored a goal, it was like <laughs> and then when we did like goal by Chandler Stevenson, it's like oh my gosh, it's so frustrating. With the excitement too, that last night at one, at one point one of our guys took a shot on goal and it was apparently a great save. So like I thought it was a goal the way they were excited. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, okay. Yeah, it's pretty. It, I was going to say a bad word. Never mind. <laughs> it, it's this. Uh, anyway, uh, also trending this morning is Rock Hall 2023. The 2023 Rock Hall, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees were just announced yesterday. A lot of names that you know on that list. Uh, Cheryl Crow was one of the inductees. Michael, or that's not George Michael. That's a uh, that's Missy Elliott, <laughs> and also George Michael. 
Kate Bush is on the list. Shaka Khan, Rage Against the Machine. Every type of genre. Willie Nelson inducted. An interesting Cleveland will not be hosting this year's induction ceremony. Uh, This year the event's going to be held in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center on November 3rd. So congratulations to all the inductees. Finally, this morning, we've been talking about it all morning long. May the 4th. Star Wars Day is here. It's a special May the 4th because it is the 40th anniversary of the release of Return of the Jedi. As always, you can score some pretty great deals for the day at Pizza Hut, their Book It program. It's partnering with author Tom Engelberger to promote the series Origami Yoda. And in honor of that partnership, you can get 35% off of all menu-priced pizzas on May the 4th with the code Origami Yoda. At Build-A-Bear, you can get discounts up to 50% when you buy a select uh, Star Wars theme bear. And then at Jersey Mike's, they'll just take a dollar off any sub that you order for May the 4th. And that is what's trending. Those tickets to see Kelly Clarkson's residency this hour, about 13 minutes from right now. Here are the details on her show. Six ninety four point one Mercedes in the morning, and that is it for a Thursday. Have a great Star Wars day. May the fourth be with you, and we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo. It lands on a Friday this year. Got a lot going on, including the Friday Rewind. We will also have the Oh Wow Wheel ready to spin. So a lot going on tomorrow, plus more Jonas Brothers tickets and Kelly Clarkson. Right now, it is time for the line of the day. This morning, we did Star Wars sound effect cinema. I read the script while Mercedes and staff provided the sounds. When young Jedi Luke Skywalker was awoken by R2-D2. It was time for training, so as the three suns rose, Luke fired up his trusty lightsaber. Luke felt a disturbance in the force as Tusken Raiders roared from behind him. I was just waiting for her to be like, I play for the Raiders and I am from Tuscany. <laughs> Hello, how are you today? <laughs> that wasn't bad. It was nice to <laughs> tell. Well, that'll do it for show number 1832 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.